Well, it was my first solo interview since we've been doing the show, so it was a little, you know, little concerning, but we got through it. Oh, Steve, this is so amazing. Little Ryan's got his wings. I He's know. Hold up. It was my first. <laughs> God, did it hurt? <laughs> uh, we shouldn't do shows this early. <laughs> nope. This is the AT Banter Podcast, a balanced and entertaining look at assistive technology, accessibility, and its importance in people's lives. Join Rob Minot, Ryan Fleury, and Steve Barclay as they banter with people around the world about anything and everything regarding assistive technology and the disability community. Now, on with the show. Hey, and welcome to another episode of AT Banter. Banter, banter. Hmm, okay. I'll have to pause there because something was up, but clearly, clearly we're paranoid, Ryan. Clearly. clearly I thought nothing, Santa was en route. <laughs> nothing going on here, nothing to see. That's right. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, hey, my name is Robin O. Uh, joining me today, Mr. Ryan Flurry. Hello again. And Mr. Steve Barkley, who may or may not be up to something. I am not up to something. Mm -hmm. What's that line from the Harry Potter books? I do declare that I'm up to no good. That's right. Yeah. The Marauder's Map. Yeah. Wow. Um, Hey, how are you guys? Oh, just better and better. Oh, yeah? Really? Man, I haven't heard that type of an attitude for about 10 minutes. (laughs) It's Friday. What can you say? (laughs) Buoyed by the the vaccine news. Uh, No. Okay. (laughs) Okay, never mind. No, well, I'm buoyed by the fact that my daughter doesn't have COVID. Oh, 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 good. Did she, she, so I guess she thought that she did. Did she have some? They they had a couple of students at Vancouver Film School test, uh, test positive. Oh, so they have shut down the school for a week. They are doing a deep clean, and they sent all their students off to get tested. Man, that's brutal. She's fine. Oh, good. Good. Yeah, you know, I at least the light's at the end of the tunnel, I feel, for all this. You know, we're still not, we're definitely not out of the woods. We still got to be real careful, but at least I think we can we can see an end by, like, you know, the end of the spring, maybe. Maybe. Uh, September, maybe. Or September, whatever. Yeah. It's all good. It is good. Things are getting better. Yeah, right? I think so. Although Doing all right. Getting good grades. Future's so bright, i got to wear shades. There you go. Timbuk three. <laughs> um, hey, yeah, it's going to be a weird Christmas, though, I have to say. Yeah, we're doing video chats with family for Christmas Eve and then Christmas morning, opening gifts and stuff. So, yeah, it's definitely going to be different. We're not being with family. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. But it's all good. Just means I can, you know, stay in my jammies all day and start drinking at 6 a.m. So, yeah, listen. Nice. (laughs) So, so like an hour later than usual. That's right. (laughs) Yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be weird. It's going to be very weird, but uh, it's just different, you know. So we got to suck it up and have a different Christmas this year. It's not the end of the world, right? It's not like yeah, exactly. It's not like a giant meteor is going to strike the Earth, although that's that's 2021, right? That's next year. Hmm. Great. Wow. Something else to look forward to. <laughs> I don't know. I keep seeing articles saying, like, 2021 is going to be a great year. Well, it could be. We don't that, know That's yet. what they said about 2020. Exactly. That's like, that's, <laughs> well, we can't really say that. We don't know. Like, so let's hope so for sure. But I don't think that anybody can really will 2021 to be a good year. But certainly couldn't be much worse. I remember when people were saying, hey, 2019 was a dumpster fire. 2020 is going to be so much better. Woo! Get rid of 2019. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. 2019 was great looking back. Little did we know. Uh, yeah, indeed, indeed. Um, <clears throat> you know what? Let's talk a little bit about uh, what we're doing today. What are we doing today? I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> <laughs> you 
Why does it always fall to me? Damn it. Well, I'm sorry. For the same reason it, oh, the editing always falls to me. <laughs> so do it. All right. Today we are speaking with Mark Arneson, Director of Community from Hadley. Well, you know what? And we have to step in here because actually we are not. You are. You conducted. You went off and conducted this little interview yourself. That's solo. right. We had some scheduling conflicts with my fellow hosts, so I took it upon myself. Well, no, I was told to go ahead and do the interview, so I did the interview. And I thought sure. it turned out all right. Well, we'll find out and we'll judge you. Exactly. You just sell it, Flurry. Like, okay. <laughs> it didn't suck. It's kind of like Rise of Skywalker. It was serviceable. Well, good. I'm, I'm looking. I, for one, am looking forward to hearing hearing about it. So, uh, yeah. Oh, hey. What? Yes. Hey. Do we talk about the promotional item? Yeah. Yeah. So we uh, we had a big conversation here amongst ourselves about captioning for the show and realized hey we need money for captioning so we must do fundraising types of activities in order to get money for captioning the show so now if you go to the canadian assistive technology website www.canastech.com c a n a s s t e c h.com and you go to products if you go down to promotional items you can now buy yourself the very very much coveted AT banter cowbell <gasps> that was, the, that was the, the internet collectively gasping I know I know <laughs> and if you order it now you may even get it in time for Christmas really can we guarantee that I don't is that's that seems a bit dicey 11th what is it the 11th once you attend it okay you know what screw it let's let's just promise the moon yes you can <laughs> buy it now buy now buy now buy now what are you waiting for stop listening to this podcast and go buy it now absolutely no that that's listen that's exciting that is exciting so you can take your chances on draws or you can mm -hmm. just outright buy one which i don't know maybe we're not going to do any more draws we don't know yeah oh and and I forgot about this part. Yeah. Uh, if you buy yourself a AT Banter cowbell, which is on our site at $25, it comes with a gift certificate for our store for $25. Oh, holy crap. So what you're saying, Steve, is that it's essentially free. Essentially. Well, I think, you know, with $25, you could buy yourself some way around tags. Yeah. They start labeling things around your house. The possibilities are endless. Yeah, this is that's awesome. You will, and that's not the only promotional news that we have today. If if anybody was just hankering for a podcast episode full of promotional news, but we should also say that next Thursday, December seventeenth, at five p.m. Pacific Standard Time, we are doing. Our Christmas show live. Bum, bum, bum. So, uh, if you would like to enter the Zoom room and listen to us make complete idiots of ourselves <laughs> for 45, 50 minutes, probably get kind of tipsy. Um, email us cowbell at atbanter.com and uh, we'll put you on a list and we'll send you the invite when it's ready. Or alternatively, you can do it yourself by going to the Canast Tech website, going to the bottom of the homepage and signing up there. Look at that. Two ways to do it, people. So now, did you guys hear about the BC government uh, cutting back the, the income and disability assistance top up that they were doing every month? No. So I guess essentially people who qualified here in BC for the past, I don't know, three, four, five months, have been getting three hundred an extra three hundred dollars a month um, for COVID relief. Now they have cut that in half for the next three months, and that's probably going to be the they say the last three months that it will actually exist. Um, and they have done that in order to provide this one time only relief for everybody. Huh. Yes. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah. It. It is. Um, it's getting a lot of pushback. Well, in the early going of it, they were talking about 
potentially making it permanent. Yeah, I don't, doesn't look like it. JK. And especially giving a one-time payment to everybody of $500. I mean, look, I, you know, I don't need it. I mean, I don't, I, I'll take it, but I mean, I don't need that. I would rather see that money going to people who actually need it as opposed to just sending it to everybody as some sort of a, I don't know, I don't know what to call it, a recovery benefit, I guess. But I'll tell you what, let's donate it to the food bank. Let's just take that check, turn it right around, give it to the food bank. 500 bucks, I would buy a lot of food. For a lot of people. Yep. That's a good, that's a good idea. I, it's, I don't know. I don't know what, I don't know what they're thinking sometimes. Yeah, that doesn't make sense to me. I mean, I know there's people out there who need it, who, who 500 bucks right now would make a lot of difference to. But, um, you know, it, there, there's got to be some way to tie it to need, right? Yeah. And I mean, I'm sure almost everybody could use it. Like, yeah, it's great. Like, you know, I'm sure a ton of people have been impacted one way or the other. But at the same time, like, there are people that need it way more. So... Yeah, it's a little unfortunate. Um, I don't know. I don't know how this is all played out. I mean, I think that it's it's kind of a done deal at this point. Um, but the fact that you know they're taking away from one to give to another is I don't know. That's that's just not the way to do it. Agreed. And, you know, and they haven't you know they haven't announced any sort of income assistance pass March right. So this is really only for the last three months, and all these people are going to be getting 150 bucks. A month as opposed to 300 for the next three months and then they're looking at nothing so that's not good so shame on you bc indeed not Boo. cool cool dudes especially at christmas great news from envision finishing the year with a boom we've officially launched the envision glasses and have amazing news about the envision app we worked around the clock to make the envision app the best text recognition app out there with features like dynamic type support and the jump to page feature in document scanning, support for more file types like Word and EPUB, and the Envision library feature where you can import and store all types of documents to read them at a later time. Additionally, we added column detection, so now newspapers, recipes, and many more documents with columns are easy to read, and you can translate entire documents to over 60 different languages. Do you want to get the Envision app in December? Hurry up, because you will not only get 35% off our annual subscription, you can also win a pair of Envision glasses. The raffle will include all new subscribing to our annual or lifetime subscription up to December 24th, 2020. Entries after that time and date will not be included in the draw. We'll announce the winner on December 25th. Happy Holidays! As for the Envision glasses, we officially work with distributors in the USA, UK, Germany, the Netherlands, and Japan, with many more to come. Check our website for more information and to request a demo. We're looking forward to welcoming more people to the Envision community. Check www.letsenvision.com to find out more about Envision apps, winter sale, and the Envision glasses. Joining me now is Mark Arneson from Hadley. All right, so Mark, I want to thank you so much for joining me today. I am flying solo for the first time in four and a half years. Oh my goodness, first time. <laughs> we'll do. We'll get through this, Ryan. I hope so. <laughs> if not, I blame it on my co-hosts. <laughs> so let's start. It's funny, you know, I was looking back at the four and a half years we've been doing this show, and there's still a couple of big players in the blindness and partially sighted community that I haven't reached out to, Hadley being one of them. And it just kind of dumbfounded me as to why we haven't had you guys on the show yet. So can you tell us a little bit about Hadley and what you guys do? Yeah. So um, we are actually celebrating our 100th year this year. Wow. Um, so, so 2020 is our centennial, which is it's kind of cool when you think about eyesight, 2020. Ah, that's right. Year. I don't know. It's a nice little play on that. <laughs> market, market, market. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. There's some opportunities there, Exactly. Um, but so William Hadley, he was our, our founder and he, um, he was a Chicago, um, high school teacher, a public school teacher. And so he, um, he lost his sight later in life. He, um, in his late fifties, I believe he had lost complete sight. And so it obviously impacted his ability to teach. Um, he had to give up teaching as, as part of the outcome of that, but he also, um, 
you know, the one of his passions was to read. Like that's what he loved to do, I guess. And, you know, one of the things we've also done at Hadley recently is renovated our, our building along with a lot of new things that we're doing. And uh, we've turned it into a little bit of a museum. And so um, my office, there's different pictures along the way, but there's a picture of William um, by my office where he's sitting in his library and it's just, just rows and rows of books. And the, I mean, it was just, you know, well-read guy. He was, right. German, English, French. I mean, so that was his passion. And obviously that was impacted by his vision loss as well. Um, that was the one thing he just didn't, he, he felt like he couldn't, he couldn't give up, you know, he wanted to be able to continue to read. And so he wanted to learn Braille to be able to do that. And, uh, you know, he had a hard time finding people to help him learn Braille back in the 1920s, living in the Chicago area, even a big city, but mm -hmm. it's not a lot of opportunities. And so he ended up teaching himself and, uh, you know, I'm trying to learn a little bit of Braille myself, which is not an easy task to do, you know, and I've, I've got support with me. And, and so I can imagine how difficult it was for him. But but, you know, he was motivated. He was and that's what he, you know, he was passionate about. But he didn't want anybody else to have to go through that. The idea of, you know, kind of being alone in this journey. And uh, so he had a conviction that he wanted to help anybody who wanted to learn Braille. He wanted to be able to help them regardless of where they lived, uh, you know, across the, the country. Um, and he um, and so he had, I guess the story goes, he had a neighbor who was also his doctor, his ophthalmologist, Dr. E.B.L. Brown. And I guess they were out on the porch one night with um, and Dr. Brown had a traveling evangelist staying with them. And the three of them kind of cooked up this idea of Braille by mail. Yeah. And so they were going to develop curriculum, you know, as a teacher, he was it was used to doing that and they were going to put together assignments and um anybody that wanted to learn they were going to mail them out these using the u.s mail and and correspond that way and there was a woman in kansas that uh, was her first student you know she raised her hand said help me and uh <laughs> they mailed her out information they corresponded through the mail and that's how that's how it all got started a hundred years ago and um, you know, Braille is, has been predominantly what we've done at Hadley. Um, you know, we've, I, I think I heard a statistic about 10,000 people that have learned Braille through, you know, throughout the, throughout the world at Hadley. So, um, it's been a cornerstone of what we do and something that we continue to do. Um, in addition to a lot of new things that, uh, that we've actually started doing in the last year as well. Yeah. And we'll, That's and, a little bit of history. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll get to the new stuff too. Sure. I'm, I'm totally blind myself and I lost my sight okay. in 1995 and, you know, the Hadley name sticks out to me because I'm pretty sure in about 1996, I think, when I started to consider learning Braille, I believe I got like, I, and I don't know if this course even exists anymore, but I probably became a member of Hadley. I had a grade one and grade two Braille books that were mailed out to me, as mm -hmm. well as one, a course I think called Relevant Braille back then. Okay. Um, are you guys still doing that worldwide? Signing up Braille yep. correspondence, yeah. Yep, yeah. We have a, a series for tactile Braille learners. Um, it, you know, it's similar to what you experienced. You know, they would call and essentially enroll in the course, and we would mail out all the instructions, and then um, they would be assigned uh, an instructor along, as, you know, as well. And um, you know, you correspond with your instructor. You know, however you prefer, email mail phone and um you complete assignments you send them back to us we grade them we send them back to you and it, it yeah you kind of work with an instructor to to make it through our we have four different series as part of that course there's a braille at one two three and four and so the hope is by the time that you're completed with braille at four you're pretty proficient in reading and writing braille well and back in you know the, the 90s you know we didn't have yeah. UEB, so now I have to relearn some of it. I know, right? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> right. It's hard enough. But that's the joy of it, isn't it? The learning part. Is it? It's a journey, <laughs> it? right? Exactly. <laughs> so do you guys offer, like, let's say I was to enroll again and start learning UEB. Mm -hmm. Do you guys offer the assistance um, over Zoom with an instructor? You know, we don't at this point. That's actually interesting. That's a no. That's an interesting point. Um, I think you know at this point with our instructors, most of our students correspond through you know kind of traditional way. I mean, considering email traditional, sure. um, but uh, you know just the mail, email, and phone calls and things like that. Um, obviously, you're completing assignments, and so you're mailing those in to be graded. Mm -hmm. um, but if there's questions and things like that, our instructors are always available. But yeah, that, that's a. Uh, 
that might be a new way to move forward a little bit is you know it's a little bit more personalized on zoom i guess <laughs> it can be it can be yeah for sure yeah <laughs> so do you guys then like when the courses are mailed out you, you said instructions are included are those also in braille or audio format or how does that work yeah, we've got the, um, you know, for those who are obviously they're learning Braille at this point. So we put everything on the digital talking book cartridges. Now, I know, you know, in the U.S. we have this system where all the national libraries are mailing out right. what they call digital talking book players. Yeah. And so, um, you know, we've been using the, that kind of format. Um, and so a lot of a lot of our new users don't have those. We're helping helping them. Um, you know, request those from the national library, getting them mailed out. And so we're, we're getting them, you know, those, those players as well as mailing out the cartridges for those players with all of our audio content. For those that don't have the, the player or aren't able to get the player, we're just putting some of that content on flash drives for people. So it is all audio. Okay. Yeah. Cause I, I'm in Canada and I don't think we yep. have access to NLS up here. If we do, yeah. I'm not sure how that all works, but. Yeah. I think, I think the audio, cause it's all audio instruction. So right. I think we're, we're, putting them on flash drives for those that aren't able to get yeah outside of the u.s okay uh, and the reason i bring up these these courses is because when i was looking at the hadley website i saw braille courses for sighted people to learn mm -hmm. braille but i didn't see any methods or means for the blind to learn braille yeah so there's a couple of options on our new website which we launched in july um there is an option if you're Braille for a tactile learner is one of the the workshops that's available. Okay. And then there's an enrollment process because we are mailing you out information and um, we're assigning an instructor, which is really one of the only courses that we're currently doing that way. Um, the other ones are pretty much all web-based at this point. So it's, um, you know, so, well, I shouldn't say that, you know, we have all of them on our website, but then we mm -hmm. also are mailing out in large print Braille and in audio, all of our workshops too. Um, but for the sighted learner, it's interesting, Ryan, what we, you know, we started doing a, just a lot of research um, about who our audience was, who the students were that were coming to Hadley and, um, you know, what they were wanting to learn. And what we recognize is that a large majority of sighted people, um, students were coming to Hadley to learn Braille. Um, most of them were teachers who were, you know, teaching their students Braille and wanting to learn themselves or kind of brush up their skills a little bit. And so they were coming to Hadley to learn. And then also we had a significant number of visually impaired, um, you know, individuals who were, had some sight, um, but were anticipating further vision loss. Right. And so they um, they wanted to learn Braille as a means for kind of everyday use. And, you know, we heard all these stories about wanting to, um, you know, tell which bathroom you're going into or, mm -hmm, yep. um, you know, which floor you're pressing on the elevator. Um, kind of enough Braille to manage day to day, sure. um, but not necessarily to be, you know reading a novel or writing a novel or, or that kind of thing. Um, but they also, they currently had enough sight to be able to manage online. And so we developed this new series of Braille for the Sighted Learner. And it's, um, we're getting some some wonderful feedback from it. It's um, it's a little bit kind of gamified. Okay. And so you're um, you're kind of dragging and dropping and clicking and selecting and and right. you're you know you're getting little hints and rewards and things like that. So it's um it's it's kind of interactive, and um and people are are really giving us some feedback that they're they're learning the content relatively quickly and it's they're retaining it and hmm. kind of having fun doing it too well that's the <laughs> key right win. Yeah, yeah make it fun <laughs> yeah right i mean it's it's it, it, you know, you're right learning a new language is difficult and yeah. if you can make it fun it's it's easier to kind of swallow a little bit but uh do you find um, do you find that you know we we've, we've had this discussion for decades but do you find that the interest in braille is waning or is there still a real high desire for for braille well it's it's still one of the the most significant it's still a cornerstone of what we do here sure. at hadley um and so we have you know quite a few enrollments every month i mean there's there's quite a few people that are still wanting to to learn braille and help with braille um but we are finding ryan also that there's a significant population out there that um are really wanting help with just all kinds of other facets of their life when it comes to vision loss right um you know this growing population of older adults new to vision loss which is going to continue to grow um we didn't have a lot of resources for them and um 
gosh, even about we, we looked again, going back to some of the research and, and looking at what we were doing at Hadley, um, about 10% of our population, our students that were coming to us were older adults, new division loss. And, um, and that's, you know, it's about 75% of the vision, visually impaired population and growing. And so there was this big disconnect for what we were doing and who was coming to our, to Hadley, you know? Um, and again, Braille was something that we, we were going to continue to do. I think we do it well and we want to be able to provide that service, but we felt like there's, we were missing something and we really wanted to address that as well. And so, um, you know, we went out and we we talked to as many people as we can. We started a an advisory group, and we've got, gosh, close to two thousand people now um, that are part of what we call our advisory group, and and we're doing a lot of surveying with them. Um, we're doing a lot of one on one conversations, a lot of group conversations, um, really helping them give us some insight and feedback into which way Hadley kind of the direction we're going. And so it's been fascinating. <laughs> yeah. And I can tell by looking at you know the courses on the website, you know, you guys have daily living and you have technology and of course the Braille for the sighted learner, and I'm probably missing a couple, but can yeah. you maybe go into a little bit of detail on which, what each of those programs might cover? Yeah, sure. It's um, so, like I said, we, we really started using our advisors to get a better understanding of, of, you know, kind of the direction um, that, you know, our audience was hoping that we were going to move into. And, and there were really some key, um, key topic areas that kept coming up over and over again, as we talked to our advisors, and as we, you know, sat down with different people. And, um, you know, technology was one of those things that just kept coming up over and over (laughs) again. It was like, you know, what technologies out there? um, How can I get it in my hands? And then, how am I going to be able to learn how to use it? You know, yeah. <laughs> um, there's a guy, Daryl, that I, I met, and he, uh, I, I, part of my job is actually to sit down. I go to a lot of low vision support groups. I, I do a lot of interviewing with individual people. So I spent a lot of time on the phone, just getting to know people. I've, right. I think I have the best job in the world. I just get to sit and talk to people <laughs> and get to know them. That's awesome. <laughs> it's really cool. Um, but Daryl, he was this guy. He said, you know, I want to be able to see better with the vision I currently have. Um, you know, and so he's like, you know, what, what technology is out there to help me see better with the vision I currently have, which I thought was kind of a cool way to put it. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so, you know, one of the things that we did, and this is years ago, we started working with Apple, um, to really kind of develop what we're calling, you know, instructional videos at that point, workshops now on, on how to use all the accessibility features that are built into their products. Um, you know, Apple has some wonderful features that are in, you know, all the, the phone, the iPad, yep. you know, in their MacBook. And um, a lot of times, you know, people are getting these these phones are sitting in their pockets, but they don't know, you know, the benefits or how to use them or, you know, all the different features that are that are a part of them. And so we wanted to work with Apple to develop these instructional videos on each part, each, you know, accessibility feature that's built into them, how to use the magnifier, how to use zoom text, how to use Siri voiceover, all these different, you know, features. And, uh, they were thrilled with the idea and they said, sure, let's do this. And, and so we started in, in it's these little, maybe five to 10 minute, um, you know, workshops, videos on a very specific, um, targeted feature. And, you know, let's learn that one feature and then we'll move on to the next one. And so, you know, they can kind of use them as you want, as you need to. Um, and so we did them all for the, the iPhone, the iPad, the, um, you know, Apple watch, the Apple TV. And it was interesting. They, um, they asked us, Hey, if you're doing these videos for us, can you also do one on, um, this coding app that we have called Swift playground, Right. which, uh, I don't, it's not one of our most popular, um, workshops out there, (laughs) but, (laughs) um, but for those who want to learn how to code through Apple, we've got that for you. (laughs) That's awesome. Uh, but obviously not everybody's Apple. And so we moved on and we went to Android as to working with Google to do, you know, these workshops for Android products and then uh, Microsoft for the windows operating system. And, you know, we're doing, we're starting some now for all the office products, Excel, Word, PowerPoint, things like that. Um, we're trying to do some different, um, you know, workshops on different apps that are out there, like be my eyes and seeing AI zoom as well. We're, we're getting one launched for zoom soon. Um, so the idea was, you know, to help people understand what technology is out there. And then once they have it in their hands, let's teach them how to use it and, and teach them the, all the different features that are part of it. And is all of this content free? It is. Wow. Everything that we do is free of charge. Yeah. There's no cost um, to 
any, if you're visually impaired, if you're a family member, a friend, um, or professional, yeah, everything's free. And so for these courses as well, like the windows and then, um, talk back and voiceover and stuff, you still have to enroll with Hadley for access to those? You do. Um, So, yeah, on on the new website, we do have an enrollment process. And this was actually another kind of journey that we took, you know, with some of our our students, some of our learners on how to how to get our website, you know, as friendly as possible for our audience, for our users. And so we did a probably 30, 40 different versions of this site. We sat down (laughs) with different people getting feedback left and right. And it's surprising how. how wrong you can be yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> when yeah. you first try. And so we thought we knew what we were doing, but um, <laughs> each step of the way we got a little bit better. So it, we tried to make the process as easy as possible. Um, you know, we really want to get people to, you know, to help as quickly as we can, whatever help they're looking for. And so, um, and so we started, you know, with our, our homepage, trying to be pretty simple. We don't have a ton of, you know, links on there and things like that. But um, but our the, one of the more prominent features, our hope is that there's a button that you can select that says get started. Right. And so, you know, you're using a screen reader. You got to tab through a little bit. I think it's like eight tabs or, you know, I think at the the is it the B button like a couple times, you know, so yeah. um, or the B key. But it's um, but you get to this, this button that says get started. And um, the next thing that you have the option of doing is setting your contrast if you want. Um, so we have a couple of different options for contrast. It's like, you know, typically black on white. You can do um, white text on black, yellow text on black, or um, I'm, I'm sorry, it's black text on yellow, and then um, blue on yellow as well. Um, and so for those that, you know, that it makes a difference, if contrast is something that's going to help you kind of get through the site and see it a little bit easier, you have that option right there. Um, after the contrast, you have the opportunity to set your font size. And we have kind of a, a small, medium, and large, you know, and I think the large is like a increase 200%. Right. And so you can, um, you can skip those if it's not relevant to you or, you know, you prefer to keep it the way you want it to, but otherwise you have the option to kind of get things set up. And it's interesting. There's a... Um, I think his name was Merle. He, uh, I'm, I'm not remembering his name, but you know, we were walking him through um, how to kind of look at our site and navigate through our site, and he'd never heard of this idea of the font and contrast size. Um, and so we had at one point like the small, medium, and large A, but that was just not familiar to him. It was totally foreign to him. And so we're like, here, let me try and do this for you. And we set the contrast, and he's, his eyes like lit up. He's like, <laughs> wow, oh my goodness. And he, you know, he got a little bit closer to the screen, and he's like, I can see this better now. And I'm like, well, let's try this too. And we increased the font size and i you know i say this and ryan you're probably not going to believe me and many people don't but he literally had a tear in his eye uh, <laughs> no, like... I, I believe you i actually work in an assistive technology company here in canada and yeah it, it changes lives <laughs> it does yeah. he was like he's like he's, he's like he said i i it feels like you've made this for me wow. which is exactly the whole point like and that was the whole i mean that's exactly what we're trying to do um but anyway you set the contrast font size and then you can um you get to our topic areas and that's where you can kind of start to decide you know what where what are you looking to learn where can we help you and the areas are like daily living as you mentioned recreation braille um, we have one on adjusting division loss um, a category on technology and then also working um, which is highlighting different people in the field and also some work, you know, employment skills, things like that idea. Um, once you choose one of the areas that you're wanting to learn, um, we'll take you to a list of all the different series that we have available. So for example, in our daily living area, we've got series on, um, you know, like labeling for everyday use or, you know, safety basics or clothing series or, um, you know, cleaning your house, whatever it might be. Um, and so then you'll select one of those series. And within those series, we have different workshops available. So there may be a variety of workshops available in one of the series, like, you know, cleaning could be countertops and services or whatever it might be. Um, we're then going to give you like a quick one minute sample of that video. And then we're going to, and then we kind of jump in and start to explain our, our sign up process and the reason for it. Um, Ed Haynes, um, one of our, our employees here at Hadley, um, will give you a quick little tutorial on that. And, um, and then we bring you right to the sign up screen. So it just kind of comes 
right after our video, you'll get to the sign up screen. And we ask for, you can sign up on social, whether it's Facebook, um, Yahoo, or Gmail. If that's what you prefer, just link it to your social account, or you can use any um, email or, or any password that you want to, to sign up. Um, we're gonna ask you a few questions. We'll ask you, what's your relation to vision loss? We'll ask, um, how'd you hear about Hadley? Um, and then there's um, one other question. I'm forgetting right now, but, and so there's just, there's three questions that we're going to ask you. Um, and then once you do that, you're in, you're signed up and you have full access to everything that we offer. Um, and, and part of the sign up really is we, we do want to, to understand who's coming to Hadley sure. and, um, who's using the site. Um, you know, part of the way that we keep everything free at Hadley is we are applying for different grants and things like that. And, and if we can tell them who our audience is, it opens up more opportunities for funding for us. Yeah. Um, the other thing is once you sign up, you know, your, your settings, the contrast font that you, you went through, um, that all stays the same. So every time you come back, it'll be the same and you don't have to go through those steps again. Um, and it'll also remember some of the, the different workshops that you've taken. And so if you're in the middle of one and you have to step away, it, you know, you can come back and resume that right away too. You know, it's just right there for you. So it remembers some of that stuff. So it's a pretty easy process and I think there's some, some benefits that go along with signing up too. And so is that all accessible for those who are deafblind as well? Like are there captions or transcri transcriptions or? Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Wow. We, we, we transcribe every workshop. Um, and then also we, you know, if there's a resource or something that we talk about, there's a, a resource section there too, that you can, yeah, but they're all, and then you can, um, the audio is available for we also were doing these different podcasts and and something we're calling discussion groups too and you can download audio for those and those are all transcribed as well wow that's a lot of content it's phenomenal you have access to all that content if you're blind yeah. or deaf blind or sighted for that matter yep yeah yeah and, and then the other p i mean we know not everybody's online um and so you know we do have all of our works not all of them, I should say. We have one graphic designer at Hadley, so she's very busy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so not all the content is available offline yet, sure. but we, um, we're we happy to mail it out, most of our workshops in large print, in Braille, and um, in audio, again, either on a flash drive or on the digital talking book cartridge for those NLS players. Um, all you have to do is just give our, our 800 number a call and you'll talk to one of our support services team members and, and, uh, and they'll get it mailed out right to you. And that's also, those are all free of charge as well. Nice. Um, we, uh, we have a, a little binder we'll send with you on your first order. We called our, our Hadley learning library. And so we'll try to keep you organized and we have those <laughs> just tabs for those different topic areas that you right. can kind of keep all your workshops in. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Have you guys had more and more requests about, Amazon and their fire tablets and their fire sticks and fire TVs and developing hey, curriculums for those. That's a good question. I, you know, I, I don't know. Um, uh, not, not that I'm aware of okay. one of the, um, one of the options that you have on every workshop page is to make a suggestion for a workshop. Right. And so we're getting quite a few of those coming in. Um, to be honest, I haven't looked at them, you okay. know, in the last month or so. So I don't know if there's any for, for Amazon products right now. Um, you know, we also have, I don't know, we're doing these things called discussion groups. Mm -hmm. And, um, and that was in response to some of our advisor requests as well. But, um, but we have one called tech it out, which is all in technology. And so that I know that we do highlight different technology, um, devices and things like that each, each month that we do them. And I know that we've done some on, on like Alexa and things like that. Um, so we are highlighting some of those different products on our, our discussion group each month. Right. Yeah, I know I've I've got a fire stick here that I look at every once in a while and go, ah, it's a little bit slower and laggy than the Apple TV I have. But, oh, you know, it? more and more people are, are asking about the accessibility of these devices by these mainstream companies. And, you know, Google keeps kind of revamping their Chromecasts and Chromecast TVs and such. So, you know, it just seems to be a, a, a developing frontier, you know, year after year. Yeah. No, that, that's a great suggestion. I'll pass it on along to our, our tech team. <laughs> All right. I'll send you my email for my commission. <laughs> oh, wait. Nonprofit, right. Sorry. Wait, everything's free. Yeah. So we're happy to send commission on free stuff. That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting, and this obviously probably won't be surprising to you as well, but um, one of the things that we kept here, hearing coming up over and over again, um, you know, for some of the, the people we talked to, our advisors, was this idea of, 
of, um, you know, being connected, um, in a, in a group of your peers, you know, um, there's just over and over again, we were hearing about people just wanting connection and relationships with other people who just understood what they were going through. Um, you know, there's this guy, this Mark that I sat along with, and we were, we were going through some of these different, um, you know, videos, these Apple videos that we were doing and he was showing, you know, we're going on his phone and he, um, he was talking about all his contacts in his phone and kind of scrolling through them a little bit and said, it's interesting. He said, you know, I, I used to get probably 30, 40 calls a week from my friends and my buddies. And he's like, I'm lucky to get like a call, one call a week now, maybe two calls a week. He's like, you know, the things that we used to go out and do, it's hard for me to do now. And so yeah. they stopped inviting. Um, and then also they just don't know how to talk to me about my vision loss. Like it's hard for them. And so they just stopped asking. And so it was this idea. It's like, he was just talking about how lonely he felt and how, you know, and he just wanted connection with other people, but he also wanted to be around people who just got it, you know, and understood. And, um, and one of our, one of the ways that we tried to respond to that, I think we still need to flush it out a little bit better. Um, but one of the ways was through something we're calling discussion groups. And, um, you know, once a month we're, we're giving you an opportunity to join a zoom call or just call in on your phone and talk about a topic that you might be passionate about. Um, and so we have, uh, you know, different areas that we, we kind of put together based on, again, feedback from our, our advisors. Um, but the, one of the more popular ones we have is called tech it out. So once a month we highlight some sort of, you know, technology related topic, whether it's a device or, or, you know, something technology related. Um, and we talk about it. We talk a little bit about, um, you know, how we're using it, benefits, things we're, you know, we don't like about it, whatever. And, and then we just open it up to discussion and people can just share their thoughts, ask questions of each other, talk about how they're using this particular thing or not using it. Or, and so it's an opportunity to kind of just get um, together um, with other people and talk about a topic that you're interested in or passionate about. And we, we have one on crafting. We call it the crafting circle. We have a, a resource round table where we're highlighting different resources that we, you know, we know about or, or asking people about. Um, we have one on gardening called Hadley growers, um, a cooking one, what's cooking, get up and go is all about exercise and staying fit. Um, travel talk it's the idea of like you know vacations you've gone on places you want to visit places you've been to or even you know public transportation and challenges that you're you're finding with some of that um a writer circle people are sharing poetry and short stories um and then we have a weekly one on spanish and braille as well um and so I, I, this this was kind of our initial thought was trying to connect people um with one another on a topic they're passionate about like i said i think we're still trying to flush out how to do that a little bit better but it's um i think people are finding it useful and enjoyable. Yeah. And I think, you know, here in Canada, I know our Canadian Council of the Blind have, you know, three or four Zoom calls a week going. Our Canadian oh, National Institute for the Blind as well have, you know, multiple calls each week. Even our own company here, we have an anti-gloom Zoom room Tuesday mornings that we have. And oh, then awesome. Thursday nights is a virtual pub night. And so <laughs> <laughs> we just have, you know, we have regulars who are blind, visually impaired you know, who come and join us and we just talk about whatever people want to talk about. And oh, I love that. Yeah. And it's one of the things I think going through this pandemic has been very beneficial for, and it's brought the community so much closer together. We have people from across Canada that we never, never would have reached or spoken to before if they've yeah. never bought a product from us. You know, if they just somehow heard about it from a friend and then they've joined us. And so you know, there's there's definitely some pluses that going through the pandemic has given us to enable us to reach more of the community who may, like you say, be feeling alone or lost or, you know, how yeah. do I do this? How do I do that? Yeah, no, it, it, no you're absolutely right. And one of the things that we've offered and I, we've had a couple of groups, these, we have these low vision support groups that, you know, they're all throughout the country, but, um, but they were finding it hard, obviously, to connect with each other yeah. during this pandemic. And so we're, we're hosting some of those zoom calls for them. Um, and just giving them opportunities to jump on and join. But, um, but it's, it's, it's just so important to be connected, you know, it and, it's a, and it's, it's obviously much more difficult than it was, but you're right. In some ways it's giving people opportunities that they didn't have before. Um, with transportation being difficult or, you know, living in an area where there wasn't a group available, um, 
they now have opportunities. So you're right. That is a good thing. Yeah. You know, and I know like my wife and I, you know, we're not getting together with our gang for lunches or brunches or dinners and, you know, being able to stay in contact, you know, with family and friends from across the country as well, using Zoom or whatever method you have available to you is allowing us to stay in touch and stay connected. Yep. Yep. Great point. Are your discussion groups open to anybody they are um, again, the, but they, we do ask that you're signing up on the site okay. um, and then you have access to them. Um, but it, again, it's just a, the simple sign up process and then you'll have access to not only, you know, the live ones, but then we keep all the, the past ones that we've done on the site as well, where you can, again, download that audio or just listen directly on the site or the transcripts are there as well. Sure. Um, and so they are, yeah, past ones and current ones are all available. And we also have like, you know, if you're, if you're on the site that you can get alerts and so you can sign up for alerts and, um, we'll send you an email to let you know when the next one is coming up. And, um, we'll send you an email to let you know when we've posted one to the site. And then there's also an add to calendar feature where you can, you know, you can, um, you know, obviously with, with like Google outlook or whatever it might right. be, whatever calendar you're using, you can add that to your calendar to get the reminders each month as well. Um, but yeah, it is, again, we're asking kind of for a sign-up process to, to get involved in those discussion groups. Okay. There's one other thing that I think I, I, I we feel like is really important, but um, we're seeing it's not a lot of people we're seeing are kind of taking advantage of it. One of the one of the things that we heard over and over again was how important um, the relationship people had with their instructor was. Mm. Like they love that relationship with their instructor and they love being able to correspond with them. And we wondered how that was going to kind of play out once we started moving more of our workshops into the, or more of our courses into these workshop kind of formats. Um, but on, on each workshop page, you, we have um, a phone number and an email that will allow you to connect with the actual learning experts that develop the content that you're watching. So um, like in our technology area, we have like four or five different, what we're calling learning experts, you know, instructors that develop the content for those workshops. Right. You can call, um, you know, Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. You can call a number and reach one of those four or five people and talk to them directly about any questions that you have about the workshop or any concerns that you have or anything like that so we're, we're trying to be as readily available as we can to anybody that needs us in the moment um, you can also email them and then one of those four will get back to you you know depending on when they get it and email you back um, but you know the idea is that we want to have have any of our learners anybody that's on our site have full access to the, you know the 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 experts that actually created this content. Um, and then if any time there's any concerns or, you know, you're having a difficulty with the site at all, there's a little help button that travels all throughout the site. And if you select that, um, we have a fully accessible live chat that's available. So anybody in the moment can just ask any question that goes right to our support service team. And, you know, they're there to answer any questions or, or there's a phone number there too that you can call and, and get them directly as well. Um, so we're trying to be as available as possible for any questions or concerns that come up. Well, it definitely sounds like it's very well planned out how the process yeah. works from sign in to delivery of products to getting assistance from Hadley themselves. We're trying. It's it, we were calling this 2.0, and we're we're already in we're already in revisions for 2.1, and we're talking about 2.2. So, wow. <laughs> um, we're still getting a lot of feedback, and it's a work in progress. But we're hoping we're hoping we're going in the right direction. So, before we let you go, can you tell us what's next for Hadley? You know, we're going to continue. <laughs> we launched this in July. That's a great question, Ryan. I think we're, we're still trying to figure out how, how this is all going to work. Um, but we, um, we're getting a lot of feedback right now. Um, again, suggestions of workshops where, that are missing, hmm. um, you know, and, and we knew we were going to be missing something. So we want to make sure that we're really paying attention to that and getting the content out there that people are wanting and need help with. And so we're working hard to develop new content every day. Um, and then we're also, again the site itself we're working on making sure that that's as friendly and efficient as possible and so we're getting a lot of feedback about that as well things that um you know that we need to tweak things that we need to change you know things that we need to improve and so um so we're, we're really working towards that right now as well um 
but you know, and again, all the offline content, we want to make sure that we're we're having all of that available, and so we're continuing to develop all the workshops that we have to get that offline and large print braille and, and audio as well to get get that sent out to anybody that needs it who's not online. And uh, yeah, I think. I think that's keeping us busy right now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, everybody probably working remotely too, right? So it's a whole new I mean, dynamic. Are, yeah. And we, you know, we, we did launch our, our Braille for the Sighted Learner series. And we're, again, we're getting great feedback about that. And we're currently, that just reminded me that we're currently, um, we're developing our, our tactile series. We're trying to update that a little bit as well to make it a little bit more engaging, you know, a little bit more. So it, there's a, that should be rolling out relatively soon to a new tactile uh, series, you know, for, for the offline learner. Great. Well, if people wanted more information on Hadley or what programs were available to them, where can they find you? Yeah, give us a call. Um, our 800 number is um, it's 1-800-323-4238. Um, Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Central Time. Uh, we're available. You'll, you'll call that number. You'll get either, you know, uh, Anna, Georgette, Ashley, or Candice. That's those are our four support service uh, team members that'll that'll answer any of your questions, um, and or you know Hadley.edu is our website, and so hopefully you can you know find anything that you need on that site and ways to contact us too. Perfect. Well, Mark, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to join me today. It's been a real pleasure talking with you and learning more about what Hadley has to offer. It's been twenty plus years since I've looked at the site and access <laughs> services, so it might be time to get back to learning UEB. <laughs> Take a look, yeah. <laughs> well, let us know what you think, Ryan. We're always wanting feedback, but yeah, it, uh, it's changed a little bit in 20 years. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right, Mark. Well, well thank you again it. so much for your time. Yeah, thanks. I, I enjoy talking about Hadley, so I appreciate you letting me do that. <laughs> Great. All right. Well, you take right. care. You too. Thanks, Bye -bye. Mark. Bye-bye. Well, look at you, sir. That was, I thought that was a fine interview. You did, we did good. <laughs> we did good. Damn you. It was me. All me. <laughs> Listen. Okay, fine. You did good. Thanks. Was your, so yeah. So tell me a little bit about what, like, what was, what's your impression of, of everything? Well, it's interesting, you know, during my interview with Mark, when I had first lost my site back in 1995 and started to reach out to people about learning Braille, Hadley was was brought up and so I had done some Braille correspondence courses with Hadley and all of their services are free of charge so you basically sign up they mail you your Braille books you have an instructor assigned to you you fill out the assignments you send you mail them back and it just kind of goes back and forth like that but since then you know they've brought in so many more courses on technology, daily living, you know, how to label things, cooking, cleaning, um, Apple, Android, so many courses are available now and a lot of it is done online. Um, you know, it was just really great to kind of, to find out what Hadley is doing currently and you know, what's available now because I hadn't looked at them in 20 years. So, you know, it was great. That's a lot of resources for free. It really is. It really I, is. I mean, you know, we talk a lot about about um, like places like the CNIB and stuff, who obviously provide a lot of services for free. But but you know, places like this, they, you know, you don't hear of them too much, but they're also incredibly important. Well, that's what I said to Mark. You know, I said, you know, we've been doing the show like four and a half years, and there's still some big players in the you know blind and partially sighted community we haven't had on the show yet. Hadley being one of them. Yeah. And I was kind of dumbfounded that we hadn't had them on yet. So I was really glad that they were willing to come on and talk to us about what they offer. Um, and, you know, again, at, at no charge. So if people no haven't looked at Hadley for Braille learning or even if you're a sighted person and wanting to learn Braille, they have courses for you as well. Um, there's just a lot there that they offer and it's worth looking at. Where are they based? Illinois. I hate Illinois Nazis. <laughs> mm. Oh, it's my favorite movie. You know what? That's what I'm going to do. I think that's what I'm going to do over, over like, like during Christmas. I'm just going to rewatch all my favorite movies. There you go. Get get a huge magnum of wine, and just spend like three days just watching all the, all the classics. What are you going to drink for the other two days? Yeah, that's <laughs> I don't need more than that. Uh, hey, Ryan. Rob. 
Uh, where can people find us? They can find us online at atbanter.com. They can also send us an email if they go to their computer board and type in cowbell at atbanter.com. You can talk to us. Well, rumor has it, they can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And that's it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Yep, that's it. That's yeah. it. Well, you're out of options now. If you can't use one of those, you're screwed. Yep, exactly. Hey, Ryan, I have to ask you a question. So, because you're usually dialed into this stuff. I don't know. I feel like it's been a long time since Google has done any sort of an event or Apple has done any any sort of an event. We haven't really heard much in the way of like anything really hardware related news or anything out of these guys. What's going on? Well, Apple just released their new Mac minis and their new um, mm -hmm. M1 processors in the... Um, so yeah, the Mac Mini, the I think does the MacBook. Uh, what's their laptop? They've got the laptop, not the MacBook, but the. Uh, the and, laptop. Yeah. Anyway, they've released their new M1 chips in some of their computers. Um, Google has been releasing some software stuff, updates to Android. So Android 11 is out. They now have a voice control feature as well, kind of like iOS's. Um, you know, everything's been virtual this year, right? So there, there have been some announcements, but it has been fairly quiet. Most of the big tech stuff happens in the you know, spring and summer. So mm, okay. all's pretty quiet usually. No, I'm hearing good things, though, about, you know, the, the new M1 chip from Apple. And, you know, it sounds like everybody is working on getting, I know Microsoft is working on getting their apps to run on the ARM processors. Um, oh, yeah. which I, th I think is what the M1 chip actually is. But Apple did their own silicon, right? They created their own chip. They're not using Qualcomm's or anybody else's. So it's going to be, I think 2021 is going to be an interesting year for, you know, processing power, battery power, and, you know, just getting apps to, to run everywhere. You know what I feel like? I feel like Apple is in, in the same boat as a lot of assistive technology in the sense that they need, what they really need to do is they need to figure out a way to bring the price point of their products down. Well, did you see their recent announcement on the iPods Max or AirPods no. Max? It's, AirPods an, Max? it's like their, it's their regular AirPods earbuds, but it's over the ear headphones now. And supposedly the price is just extravagantly overpriced. Right. What are they doing, man? Well, it's the Apple Premium, right? The fanboys will buy it. Although that is a good idea, because I'm sure those AirPods people. Yeah, I'm, I would, I would love to see the stats on like how many people lose those AirPods. Well, I know see. people I've spoken to. Some of them say they just don't stay in their ears. Yeah. You know, I've never seen them myself, so I don't know how how well built they are and what the audio quality is. But if they're not staying in your ears, what what good is a three hundred dollar pair of earbuds? <laughs> At three hundred dollars, that's crazy. Well, yeah, two or three hundred bucks. I don't. I'm just throwing that number out there, but they're not cheap. No, they're, well, they certainly are. No, they're at least. I'm pretty sure they're they're about two hundred bucks. I think. Yeah. Uh, which is that's insane. That is just insane to me for for a price of a pair of headphones. I don't. Yeah. But and the fact that these new ones are even more expensive. Uh, yeah, those, those uh, headphones better be able to park your car for that price. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah, and you, you know you can buy some pretty decent studio quality headphones for you know two three hundred dollars. You can definitely go higher in price, of course, like anything. But uh, I don't know an Apple product at you know whatever price they're charging. Again, I they're from what yeah. I'm told they're pretty expensive. We could always look it up, but I don't know just because it has the Apple logo on it. I don't think justifies the price. Well, I mean, and listen, I, I guess that strategy is working for them because obviously there are people out there that, that are willing to pay that Apple premium. Yep. Um, and you listen, they're good products. There's no there's no doubt about it. But uh, Well, it's the same as cars, right? You know, you could buy a Jaguar or a Mercedes or a Rolls Royce. You know, it'll get you from A to B, but, you know, so will a Honda. <laughs> That's right. I mean, hey, we've said for years that we'd love, I'd love a Mac. But, sure. Uh, Man, can't afford it. Well, the Mac Minis are like eight ninety nine, Canadian. 
Hey, listen, everybody, do you want to buy AT Banter on Mac? Then you should go to NS Tech and buy a cowbell. Well, about, uh, have enough stock for that. 25 bucks. How many? About 40 cowbells. About, about, about 2,400. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> we'll start up a campaign. I don't know what we would do with a Mac. We would just have, we'd just have one. We could share it. We just could go around to each of our places share custody of the Mac. <laughs> okay, well, uh, where were we? Uh, we were... Brotherhood of the Traveling Mac. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, well, I guess that was it. I think we're done. Yeah, so I think you got to do the hey, that's going to about do it. Uh, oh, am I that predictable? Yes, you are. Oh, you. Great. <laughs> no. That is going to about do it for us this week. Uh, big thanks to Ryan for conducting that interview. Big thanks to Mark Arneson. We will see everybody next week.